0: So this what? is the
1: pre this is the pre this is the pre talk before we get into the show. All right, like so. people have to have an understanding, bro, right? That you can't post everything on social media. Like I it, recently, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh it was like spiritual world or search or uh I think it was spiritual world or whatever somebody on Instagram. Yeah. They reposted something that uh someone I went to high school with had put up about like back in two, it's 2006, I'm on MySpace and I just saw my girl the other day at school, blah, blah, blah go on MySpace. I'm no longer in her top eight and now she has all these songs about like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, has I remember that song. shit. She had now, now her MySpace page is like a bunch of breakup songs. She changed her background. She changed her, her profile pic and is like, I think he said like she changed her profile name to I feel alone or some mess like that. And then, like, he's just going through the whole conversation of like, I guess they talked and then was like, hey, I'm on punishment. So that's why I couldn't call you after nine when your minutes are free. People that's probably listening are probably like, what is he talking about? Because some people you, are. Some people some, know
0: exactly what you're
1: talking about. Yes. Well, more often than not, the people that are listening probably know what I'm talking about. They where, know. When they you're trying to get that. them free minutes, what? And he's just talking about that, and it's like, to me, I I thought about. It. I'm like, yo, this is the birth for our generation of like where people started giving, disclosing too much information online, right? And I say that just because when you had when you're posting stuff about like your relationships and why we broke up and oh, I think we broke up. It's the same with guys, bro. Well, how many uh, time, How many times have you ever heard the? Well, go ahead.
0: Pretty much what I'm trying to say is that you shouldn't give people that much power over you, because I feel like when you're putting your feelings and all that other stuff online, that's essentially what you're allowing people to to do, like have power or just have knowledge of what you're feeling at all given times. I feel like there's power in keeping feelings to yourself. So when you have like an ex or something like that posting every detail of your relationship, it's like, you know, it makes it harder to deal with because not only are you dealing with your emotions and feelings towards it, you're dealing with the public's emotions and feelings w- towards it as well. And that could just blow up the whole situation and make it something it doesn't have to be.
1: Exactly, exactly. Heck, Jay-Z said it best when they asked him about why he doesn't like publicize his relationship with Beyonce like that. Yeah. And he was like, in the. I guess he was saying like back, growing up in the projects or whatever, He's like, yo, if you had, if people saw you walking with this one girl and like, oh, you and your girl, they see you walking, everybody's going to come up with these elaborate stories and everything like that. He's like, now you amplify that with the whole world looking. Like, you see what happens when you have, like, when people make their relationships too transparent to social media, man. Next thing you know, you're seeing these different things of, oh, well, People start telling you stuff about your relationship you don't know, to be yep. honest with you. Or like, stuff that you thought you knew, and it's like,
0: oh, okay. You know what I mean? That's actually happened to me before. Like, somebody walked up to me while I was walking walking around in Walmart. Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, huh? You know what I mean? Like, who would have thought?
1: Yeah, it's weird like that, man. It's it's so weird. I've seen someone say, um... Oh, I can't say any names on here, so... No, nah, I feel you on that. Like, i see someone once tell me, um like well someone I went to high school with that's what it was okay it was someone I went to high school with that was like yeah oh I don't know if she's dating someone or not but I see I could tell something's going on in her relationship I'm like how you know oh she just she started posting all these sad songs she started deleting pictures of her and her boyfriend that's when you get the predators to come
0: out you know what I mean that shoulder to to lean on you know what I mean
1: yeah yeah and listen
0: that's not even
1: gender specific
0: that happens on both sides absolutely like like no why it doesn't matter who you are somebody you know is pursuing you and they want to do that heavily maybe too heavily sometimes they're going
1: to do that and we've all been there i'm probably on both sides for real hey listen man i'll put like this one thing i can say and i've seen this happen before and i'm not going to say too much but i've seen I've seen stuff like that happen, and people actually find their love of their life. Actually, surprisingly, I've seen someone say that one time, and then they ended up marrying the person like years later. What did they say? So um, kind of like they just kind of knew about these two people that were in a relationship. Mm. They were they were pursuing. They wanted to pursue someone, but because she was in a relationship, whatever, whatever. Gotcha. So I guess through social media, I was like, yeah. Another- yeah. And then next thing you know it was like, yeah, I'm gonna get at her one day. And then one day I'm telling them, Congratulations, they're married. <laughs> like, but that's a rare occasion. You get what I'm saying? Like I guess that goes to that whole meme of like, oh uh your man is your man or your woman is just it may be with someone else right now. You just gotta break them up. But like
0: who <laughs> man, he's talking about a conversation. Like that's, that's a whole another thing. Like the home wrecking thing, you know what I mean? Like that's, it, it happens and sometimes it can be successful, but that is like one of those things that is not, that is frowned on by a hell of a lot of people for, for good reason. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, how many times have you ever got a text message because you were going through some stuff with like your significant other, or whoever you was talking to, they're posting something on social media and you get that, that, that predatory text from some girl you haven't talked to in a while or the chick that you were kind of fly with. And now all of a sudden she's like, oh, we should hang out. Or, oh, how you been? Well, not nah, well, that's happened
0: to me. But, like, <laughs> 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 the more memorable moment was when it was happening with my ex, because um, her, it was this dude she was talking to, and this is like, you know, straight out of high school. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, I just want to be your shoulder to lean on blah 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 and i was just like come on why like, if, if you can't see through this trust and believe i can
1: like you know what i mean they like, never can see through it though i'm
0: some no nah, i'm not gonna say never i'm just gonna say some people are they either like to act naive or they are
1: I, and i would say they rather act that's fair enough i can respect I that i'd rather say they rather act and it's Like I said, that's not gender specific. It's just in general. Like, yo. No, you're right about that. You're right about that part. Yeah, like it's just like, oh, I didn't even know. Listen, how many times have have we all gotten, had some conversation with our girl? Because it's like, oh, I just thought she was trying to be cool. We was just friends. Oh, nah, she's trying to, she knows we on the outs or something else like that. That's like why that. you don't put
0: it on social media. You just keep yeah. it all. Look, me personally, I'm not really a relationship social media person. I just never have been because it's like, oh, everything. no, not even that. You, oh, why aren't you posting pictures of me? Blah, blah, blah. Like all that stuff. I, I hate it. I hate all of it. I'm not about it. I I'm against it.
1: Because you're so, keeping a player, man. I understand.
0: Not even, yo. Like, I just feel like you put too much of an onus on your life that people don't even need to know about. A relationship between two people doesn't need to be shared with the world if it's like that. That's what you tell her? Come on, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yo. <laughs> I'm being real. Like, that's just that's just how I feel about it. You know it's what like I mean? That's Those are just
1: my personal feelings about it. Like, baby, listen, I ain't got to share. I don't have to tell the world about you. Right. I I mean sound hiding like you. <laughs> I'm not hiding you from the world. I'm hiding, hiding the world the from you. you.
0: Shouts out to Drake. <laughs> Shouts out to Drake, man. Hey. Top
1: toxic king, man.
0: Hey man. Well, speaking of people, how are you, Amigo and Compadre? We didn't um, have a typical intro to the show, so how are you feeling?
1: Uh I'm doing pretty good. Actually, matter of fact, before we even get into that, let, let me just kick it off. This is the 79, right? 78. 70, oh, we're close to 80. Close we're very really close to 80. Yeah, well, I guess, I, I, t- hey, y'all here now. Yo, what's going on, everybody? You checking it out. It's Spence from the Holly Advised Podcast with my compadre. One of the guys is soon to come back. Big cozy, too cozy. You know what it is. Uh, but for me, if you don't know the voice, you might know the face if you're on the YouTube. If you're not on the YouTube, you probably know the voice from the podcast apps, It's me, Spence, otherwise known as St. Kitch, the measuring stick of the culture. I'm here with one half of the tag team champions. Uh, Nigel, no shame, otherwise known as Hill Jackson, relaxing, no G Jackson, however you want to put it. But like we said, this is episode 78, very close to 80. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening once again. But other than that, now that that's out the way i'm doing good man how you how you feeling
0: man i'm doing all right i am chilling out i guess like what What do the listeners like you know i guess refer to me as heel jackson relaxing jackson i like to refer to myself as relaxing nosy underscore jackson so i'll just keep it there but I, I mean I, I'm, I'm doing okay <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm just sitting here um chilling out it's starting to get a little chilly out where i'm at and you know, it's that bonfire season, you know, all that mm-hmm. good shit. It's a, it's nice. I'm not going to lie though, because, you know, I wore a sweater today. I took my, you know, heater into the building where I'm at and, you know, Ooh. I'm just chilling out. I like to be warm, you know. I don't play around with being cool. Unless you take your heater to the I building? I brought my heater into the building.
1: Oh, that's what's something. Yes. Yes. Gotta keep, gotta stay warm or cozy, man. I definitely understand that. <laughs> I'm serious. Nah, I, hear, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Just gotta keep it on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> man, you gotta stay warm, man. No words a bit cozy, too cozy. Gotta have the limbs forever relaxed. Always gotta have the heater. Yeah, exactly. So like, I mean, I, listen, man, I understand the weather is changing, the fall, like, well, we already know how fall gets when the weather starts changing, the leaves turn colors, and they start dropping like flies. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know, I love this time of the year. I'm in love with it. I love the cold air. This is the time where you can put on the, your fits can really be the fits, because you can actually wear layers, not just a t-shirt and some shorts and sneakers, So like, I mean, I'm happy this time of the year. I love the fall, but typically it seems like we go, it feels like we'll probably get a little bit of fall and then it'll be winter before you know it though, so.
0: Yeah, that's the unfortunate part of of this part of the year. You know, like it gets cold way too soon and just frigid and it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really like it. I want to take a vacation though. Like I told myself that at this point in time in my life, when it gets real cold out, I want to go somewhere where it's nice out. That's what I want to do. I want to make it a, a thing for myself.
1: Nah, go for it, man. I'm definitely for that. I definitely understand. You want to, definitely when it's cold, you want to be able to be somewhere where it's warm and especially like right now. Cause I know, um, cause I remember before, like this time last year, the the whole conversation was, oh, when the weather changes, the COVID cases will start spiking again. So, and I mean, unfortunately, like it, I mean, I don't know what the the rate is in terms of like the percentage of people being infected right now, but definitely want to make sure you stay a little extra safe now that the weather's changing. I won't say that much. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if you saw,
0: but um, Colin Powell actually passed away from some complications complications with the COVID vaccine. And that's unfortunate, you know, first uh, black secretary. And it's just unfortunate, you know, um, RIP and
1: definitely, you know, praise to his family yeah definitely so um i'm not sure if it was complications from the vaccine itself i i what i read was that it was more COVID 19 related or symptoms from from him having no because no they were saying he was his family is saying that he was fully vaccinated Uh, okay but he had ended up i guess contract contacting um on contracting COVID 19 and what I guess he ended up dying from the complicate from complications of uh COVID-19 which is very unfortunate. Um really do send prayers and condolences to his family as well as I mean just thanking him for having his place in history especially within black history so. Yes. Like uh, history in general, American history, but as well as black history so that 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 was kind of I don't know it was kind of upsetting it was a little sour taste in my mouth first to wake up first thing in the morning and see that I think he was around 80 in his mid 80s I believe right I'm honestly not
0: sure how old he was but I I just remember like growing up and seeing Colin Powell speaking on the news like you know every now and then growing up and you know my parents always showing attention towards that and you know I growing up I didn't realize as to why you know so important but now you know seeing as the as well, like what part it takes in our history as far as like you know americans and everything in between like you know what i mean it's it's cool
1: yeah uh, no i definitely agree with you there i definitely agree with you there i, I think especially as because when you're a kid you don't even have a, a concept of like the world yet so right. like you don't even understand like what how bad or how good something can be so like i definitely understand that like i mean I, to be honest with you saying that it reminds me of um the situation right now with burner uh i'm not sure if you're familiar with who he is but um he had he had recently announced um i've seen a post where he had announced that he had he actually has cancer um and he's from the post it sounded like it may be worse than what he thought he said he had went in for i think the doctors have said they found something like like cancer something like that in his blood went to go do some uh some more work or blood work or lab work on it, and they've found out it was a lot more worse than what, what was expected. So he said he's just got to fight ahead of him. But it, it, I send my prayers to him because I'm not sure if you're – are you familiar with who Burner is? Uh, Slightly. Yeah, he's – uh, I don't really listen to his music like that. Uh, I've never – well, I'll be honest. I've never – I've listened to maybe one or two of his songs. But he's the person that's, that's the creator of the Cookies brand. Mm. So, like, the all the big – All the stuff, all the all the stuff that the rappers talk about in terms of the type of strain, type of weeds that they smoke, and so on and so forth. He's pretty much the branch behind all of those strain, all those popular strains that have came due to like the emergence of like, um, like the laws changing for recreational use of cannabis, medical use. He's like pretty much at the forefront. I know he's done a couple interviews before. I've seen, I've watched some of his interviews because I'm I'm very interested in like the business perspective of it. Right. And he said a few times that he's turned down billions of dollars for uh, from companies wanting to buy his cookies brand. So uh, I think in terms of the community and what he serves is kind of like kind of big. I mean, like, it's uh,
0: it's unfortunate, you know, to hear that he has cancer at all. You know what I mean? Just on a, you know, human perspective, just because that, you know, cancer eats away at people. So, I mean, I don't have to know, you know, anything about him to feel that. But I mean, like, um, you know, it makes me want to listen to his music more now, though. I think I might have heard like a verse or a few of his on a few currency songs, but I've never like dedicated my time to listen to a, to a whole project of his. Oh really? Yeah. No. M-
1: Me neither. Maybe. Um. Maybe one. Well, maybe. Maybe in the next couple episodes or something, maybe we can like listen, have review one of his projects. Cause I know he has like a ton of albums. Cause apparently he's like an independent artist that's just been putting out music for like the past fifteen years. I think at this point, or it's it's been a couple decades. He's at least over. He's over a decade within to the game so far, and I think he has like you know how independent artists are like and in, solely independent artists can have like 50 albums yeah and you may not be familiar with who they are but they have like that cult following fan yeah, fan base some people are like that and, and you know what like i'm not mad at
0: those type of artists because that's the way um currency is to me you know what i mean like it's like hmm. has a whole bunch of projects not everybody likes them but i like his music and that's cool oh. to me
1: I feel like everybody,
0: artists have their, you know, little lanes where they fit into like that. You know what I mean? Similar to like, well, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say like similar to like, you know, I would say like you have like, you know, your favorite artists who will come, you know, to talk to later on the show. But. Oh, the guy y'all love to hate. (laughs) But no, there's there's a few artists that are like that. We'll talk about a few more as they're coming up
1: yeah oh actually one that definitely always come that comes to mind always is larry june larry june for sure yeah because he's like he's he's like one of those very interesting artists right now for me where he had like because i i'm not gonna say i got i didn't get in at the ground level i just got in we kind of i think i kind of got into him when we went to you remember when we went to that benny the butcher show up in philly it was that same, that same night, the people I came, I went up there with, um, they were playing them cause they had just came back from LA. And they were like, oh yeah. I was like, yo, who's this? And from there, it's been numbers ever since. And he, he, it's, he's just been going up from there.
0: Two artists I felt that way about, um, Tyler before he got big, you know, I was listening to his music and I was like, oh, he can really rap. And then Wiz Khalifa before he got big. Before burning papers and and all the black and yellow and all that other stuff and like Prince of the City and like what was a flight school I think it was like one of his yeah. earlier projects. So yeah. like back then, it was cool hearing him and then seeing him blow up. His career changed, you know what I mean? But for what it was, I think you know that was something to be pretty pretty dope to see, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yo, do you remember when Christian Orange just came out? Because it's, yes, it's I like do. that was I. I don't think most, I don't think many people understand the significance or how big it was when it released. Cause when that album released, it was like, I think, well, it wasn't even an album. It was a mixtape. And I think he ended up going to the point where he was like, Oh, um, what did he say? He, oh he had He had tweeted. I remember him tweeting, yo, I want all the kids to still go to school. Don't skip school today. To listen to this album because it was like coming out midday i was a huge fan of his this is before you remember that freestyle that he no. has on youtube i'm living good so i'm living great out of town shorty called me every i'm, I'm smoking good so i'm living great out of town shorty every week a different state three cell phones pennsylvania plates hold on hold on you remember that song no oh it was this is a very popular freestyle of Wiz khalifa's i remember when this freestyle had like maybe fifty thousand views today that that same freestyle probably has like 20 million and i've seen i've actually watched the video where he's actually performed this you it's just him freestyling off like reading off, rapping off of his phone in the studio over a beat and it just became so big that he's performed this and you've seen the crowd just rap the whole thing like it Seeing his inception was probably one of the most interesting. Well, you know, my
0: question is, do you think you'll hear him on the next Black Panther? Um, what was it? Soundtrack, I guess it would be for that. Uh,
1: I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if Lydia Wright has anything to do with it. She, she might, might say no. Yeah, she might dub it. I'm, I mean, you saw where? Um, well, Lydia Wright. I don't know if you know, but Lydia Wright. That's the she plays Shuri. Yes, the Black Panther sister. Yes. She actually came out and said, like, she's um, she's quitting acting, from what I've seen, and she, to go find Jesus.
0: So I have, you know, two questions, or one very important one. You know, will we still get her in Black Panther 2? As far as her decisions in her life, I wish her nothing but the best. But I got to know if we're getting Black Panther 2 and if she's going to be in it. It's very important to me. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, Fan bias is crazy.
1: <laughs> Fan bias is crazy. It's like, oh, that's cool. But no, you're gonna be in the movie. It's great that she found
0: God. Like, I appreciate that. You know what right. I mean? Shouts out to her for that. Definitely. The MCU will continue with or without her, though. You know what I mean? So, like, what's
1: up? No, listen, that's man. It awesome. might Michael B. Jordan might just come back from the dead. Oh wow. <laughs> Then it's like I, all jokes aside, because I, because honestly, I don't know if she's going to be in the in the movie from right. what it seems like she is. But if she's not, I guess we can rewrite this where Michael B. Jordan comes back. He gets the power of the Black Panther because we all know, the, unfortunately, about the thing with Chadwick Bozeman. Also, I don't know if you know, but um the I saw a post where I think one of the elders, like the old black woman that was in the movie.
0: Right. She passed away as well. Well, I'm not sure if you know, but they brought back Michael B. Jordan's character in a in a cartoon on Disney Plus. So his character already uh-huh. had to come back.
1: Oh, really? Yes. So he so is it confirmed that he'll be in the the new Black Panther movie?
0: I mean, it's just his voice of the character. His character came back. You know what I mean? It's like mm. a alternate universe type thing. If you don't watch the cartoon, uh, you wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Oh. So it's okay. kind of hard to say. But I mean, oh, so like it's like a parallel universe. Universe. Yeah, it's a multiverse thing. I, it's you. You'd have to watch it. But you know, with with her not being in the movie or not, I think we all kind of would hear more of of a ruckus if she wasn't going to be in the movie. You know what I mean? The MCU mm-hmm. is so big that if she wasn't going to be in the movie, we all know about it. Even when she said that she didn't want to take the vaccine, that was like big news. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I I I would be shocked if she wasn't in the second one
1: yeah no i i i can understand that i can definitely agree there because if if she wouldn't be in the second one we probably would hear something at right. this especially at this point because you know how marvel is with mcu and Peer in general like they the movies are like planned out 10 years in advance exactly so like if she was to just say up and jump ship well not up and jump ship but if she chose to go down a different path or her, her life path changing her life path i'm I'm quite sure we would have definitely if I wouldn't have heard it, you being a huge MCU fan, I'm quite sure you would have been bringing this to the podcast, like breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, brother. We got something new. Lydia White. She's not going to Lydia Wright. She's not going to be in there, man. I mean, who are we going to pick? The thing is, I know you're not a fan of
0: the show. You know what I mean? So I can't bring that to you. But let's say if Kanye West was (laughs) on the Black Panther 2 soundtrack, then I could bring that to you. You know what I mean? Because I know you'd be interesting in that interested huh.
1: oh no nah, you had it right the first time no i didn't
0: <laughs> <laughs> i messed up i miss, I to speak on the podcast and you know the thing is i know the listeners be hearing me misspeak like i i just do that shit man and i'm just like mm, that's what it is we you all know, do man. it
1: i'm human exactly and that's that's what you got to remind yourself every day um look at yourself in the mirror and you tell yourself i'm human and i'm able to make mistakes <laughs> yeah <It laughs> yeah is- that's no nah, you're right you're right it's true. Like all jokes aside, but like even Kanye would probably. Oh, I'm I'm quite sure Kanye doesn't have that conversation with himself. I'm quite sure he says everything he does is right. But um, I don't know. Actually, I think. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, maybe <laughs> it's not impossible. I put it like that. Hey, listen, man, listen. I, I I have a good. I'll I'll be able to explain why I think that. Um, but nah, I did see some. I I would love to hear that a Kanye version of the Black Panther, which would probably be dope if he could figure out how to summon, like, the No Child Left Behind type of... Stuff. I don't, to be honest with you, I feel like if someone dies at the end, like, if, let's say, the Black Panther or Chabot, if they found a way of, like... I don't know. If they could figure out a way of, like, someone dying or going off to the ancestors in the movie at the very end with a character we prefer, whether it be Suri or whatnot, just because we know the path that she's she's going to take now, it'd be dope to have No Child Left Beyond on that. Imagine I mean, imagine No Child Left Beyond. Because you, you know how they had to fight for the the power of the Black Panther? No, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know how it's like all that like purple smoke and all that. Or no, that other world, that other realm that he was going back and forth into? It'd be I dope.
0: I don't think we'll ever see a scene... Like that and like that <laughs> in that movie. You know what I mean? I just have a strong feeling that it wouldn't happen that way, but maybe that's just me. Nah, hey,
1: listen. Hey, yo, listen, man. He pulled up to Chicago. It it nah, he's in South Central. He's like in LA or something like that. I think on the US side. So do you think that's where he got the new haircut out? Man, listen, you notice my hood, right? <laughs> Is that what he said? Nah, you don't know what that's from? No. You never seen the uh the meme with uh the kid patch? Oh my god, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I think Kanye got this from, honestly, man. Yeah, I love
0: that shit. That is like one of my favorite memes, man. I love that shit.
1: You know he was trending like this morning, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I guess he um patched the, the kid patch from that viral vi- video. It's he really made it yeah, he made a TikTok and like he got like whole dreads now. Really? Like,
0: yeah. Really? Like, oh shit! Good for him for getting this yeah, shit, getting this shit together.
1: Yeah, man. Listen, like who who had him walking around like that? Probably Kanye. I hope not. <laughs> I Yo, hope not. Hey, listen, man. He a young bull. Mm. Meet me at the park. Like. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, oh, I'm get like, out the car right now. <laughs> 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 that is hands down one of the funniest videos. Viral. Oh my god,
0: especially. man. Like,
1: but now, nah, like, I, honestly though, like, I that to me, I don't understand how that video. There's so many questions that never got answered in that video. To be honest with you, I'm not even gonna hold you. But like, even with like the Kanye stuff, man. Let, let's just call a spade a spade, bro. Because apparently now he's legally been able to change his name or get his petition for changing his 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 name to Ye. Not there's no first name, no last name, no middle name. It's just Ye. And then he goes against like the the patches cut. Honestly, bro, I say this all the time and no one listens. Kanye is playing a game on everybody, man. He knows how to keep his himself in the public eye. He's nice at this. You think about getting a cut? You think about getting your hair cut like that?
0: I mean maybe I'll get it, you know, patched into my beard. I'll just get my beard all, you know, chopped up looking crazy for that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, to me, it's just, I I don't really care too much about this new Kanye shit, man. Like, I just feel like it's like, it, it's all just, it, oh, it all just is what it is, man. Like, I, uh, I don't know, man. I just feel like he's just doing whatever, whatever he wants to do. But have you ever thought that maybe there might be like, a reason for some of the shit, like legality and whatnot.
1: What in terms of like the yay? Yeah, but I mean, would yeah. that would that change anything? I mean, probably, cause I'm not. I don't. I never found out. I never saw a follow up to it. But you remember when he was suing like Jay Z for yeah. his um for like the rights to his music and stuff like that. So I don't know. Maybe that has some impact on it. Cause you remember back in the day with Prince when Prince was once Prince and then he had these issues with the label, so he had to go... He didn't own the right to his name, so he had to change his name to the artist formerly... Well, he became the symbol, which was the artist formerly known as Prince. Right. And we only know him as the artist formerly known as Prince because he he didn't have the legal rights to his name, but he still wanted to put out music. So, I mean, it could have some... It, that could be the play. I mean, it, it would make sense, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? Like...
0: I know it all looks crazy, but is it so crazy that there might be a reason for all of it, you know, that we just don't know about? Because, I mean, let's be real. Like, it's either it could be nothing or it could be something. And we never know because the reasons why they do it are just not reasons we would deal with on a normal basis.
1: Yeah, I mean, that. I think that holds a lot of merit. That definitely holds a lot of merit because, I mean, for me, from a fan's perspective on the outside looking in, like, I just look at it like, yo, you're just finding a new way of keeping your name hot. Like, not hot, but keeping your name in the in the circulation for lack of better terms. So, like, to me, I never really looked at it from that perspective, but that makes a lot of sense, though. He puts out, he changes his name for some reason. And more than like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see it sometimes. Like, because I remember, I remember hearing about yo well i don't think i think that whole kim kardashian thing divorce thing was false anyway
0: i mean who knows you know what i mean like once again it could be a legal thing especially marriage is
1: definitely a legal thing it's a legal thing from the jump yeah uh yeah you're right about that definitely right about that unless you're talking to kevin samuels yeah but that's cold he he, he puts that down on, yeah, on the I flip see. side. <laughs> <on> the, <laughs> that's, that's a whole nother conversation, man. On the
0: flip side of uh, Kanye West coming out with the haircut, they came out with the re-release of Mac Miller's album, Faces. Um, I remember listening to this right around the same time as, you know, all the artists, like, that kind of came around the wave of Wiz Khalifa, since you had mentioned him earlier. And uh, it was cool to hear this on streaming services and whatnot. There was a few songs that I wanted to hear, like, the intro for this, um, this mixtape is like one of my favorites. I like the intro a lot on the song, on this album, mm. Mixtape Project, whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, no, I, I think um, this is a good project to be on um, streaming services. What did you make of it?
1: Um, Honestly, I I don't, I had, I, I when I first listened to it, because someone had just hit me and was like, yo, Mac Miller put out a, another album or something. I, I think I listened to Faces when it came out. But I didn't really I wasn't heavily into Mac Miller at that time. I think Faces came out before, or no, Faces came out after watching movies with the sounds off, I believe. So I think I might have been hung up on that at the time, or probably Macadelic or one of those mixtapes or albums at the time. So and for me it was refreshing because I'm a I'm a big Mac Miller fan of like his latter part of his work when he got into the Larry Fishman and all of those type of Type of like characters or like pseudonym pseudo pseudo names or whatever you want to call them. Um I kind of got into them more around that time. So like listening to this was kind of like a breath of fresh air. Cause for one, being a Mac Miller fan, two for being able to actually watch listen to something that was old, but you haven't heard it in so long, especially mixtapes. I haven't even listened to Macadelic in probably years. But Oh, no, this was a good, this was, to me, I was happy about this. Um, I probably, I probably played this the whole weekend, to be honest with you. Not in like a depressing type of emo type of way. Cause I mean, there are a lot of, there are a lot of things he talks about that are um, a little upsetting listening to now, knowing that he's no longer here. Yeah. I guess, I guess you're right about that. Cause it's just like, you know, that could
0: probably hit a nerve for somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah, bro, listen, one, to
1: him. exactly him, even his fans. Like I've had, I've seen some of his fans hit me. I don't know if they were serious or not. People that I know that were like, yeah, I'm like just watching this crying. Like listening to this in a room crying right now, because it's, I mean, especially like if you have, it's not, in, especially when you think about the way he left. Right. So right. like, I'm quite sure there's people that connect to his music based off their own things that they've gone through or were going through at that time. So like it, to me, it was kind of depressed. It was not depressing. It was a little upset, upsetting in certain parts, because I mean, you're hearing about, you're hearing him talk about his drug use and his struggles with drug use of like, Oh, I'm probably, I'll probably die before I get, I think one is like, I'll probably die before I detox. And then it's like, yeah, I know my grandmother would be upset about, uh, it was something like my grandmother would be upset about the drugs I do but I'm a crack kid and I buy her diamonds. So we crack kids too. Like we like rock. She likes rocks too or something like that. Like doing meth, I think he said another one was like doing meth in um, like Oklahoma and then ODing in a, in a room by himself while the girl went out to get something to eat. Like you hear all this. And at the time when, when someone's alive, you don't take much of it. Even like uh, swimming pools. Right. Uh, like you don't take much of it in and then once he's gone you realize like yo this music wasn't like this was you could tell he was an artist at some point and I think this is when I became more of a fan of his is when his music was really him talking about his own life and it's like it's unfortunate that sometimes the most talented artists typically go through like some of the worst stuff that may and that makes them that great of an artist but
0: Well, there is the theory that a lot of these are like a lot of like uh, creativity is linked to like, you know, depression and things like that. I'm not sure exactly as to how true that is, you know, but I mean, it, it does suck because you get a lot of people with these brilliant minds and then they have some deep underlying, you know, issues, you know what I mean? That they just can't seem to move away from, I guess is the best way to put it. And that's a, it's unfortunate because it happens a lot. You know what I mean? Where it's like you have, you know, just really smart people or just really creative people and they can't get out of their, you know, their own way.
1: Yeah. No, that's very true. That's very true. And actually, it's funny because we'll actually talk about an artist that is somewhat like that, but y'all hate a lot. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's very true. It's it's sad how that ends up happening where you'll have an artist, like you said, they just can't get out of their own way. And it's no fault of it's and when I say it's no fault of theirs, I mean in the sense of they're in a space where it's like, yo, you don't even know when everybody wants to be your friend because of who you are, not because not because of who you are, but because of how they can benefit from it, it probably makes it even ten times harder. Like I can only imagine going through whatever he was going through and knowing you can't, it's hard to even find people to reach out to because it's hard to find a friend and and just as an everyday person. Right. Let alone you got $20 million in, a, in your account. Everybody in the world knows who you are. <laughs> like, I am only can imagine how much, how crazy it even gets even then. Even like on, in, in the Faces album. He talked about like, it was like a birthday upstairs or something like that. Now, to me, I thought that meant something else, but he was like, there's a birthday upstairs and I'd rather stay downstairs right now, but I'll go upstairs just so to talk to people and I'll probably tell them the same old story that I've said before and they'll act like it's brand new. But that's just because some of these people are there just because they know they benefit from whatever you have to say.
0: Well, I know that, you know, when Mac Miller was writing was writing Faces, he was talking about his life and Max O'Cream put out his album today, actually, as we're recording this, and he was talking about a lot of things that ha- have happened to it has happened in his life. Mm -hmm. I know you haven't um listened to it yet, but I got the chance to listen to majority of the album today. And I don't want to really
1: What's the name of the album? Weight of the World. Weight of the World. Okay.
0: Yeah. And um I I got to listen to majority of it today. Now I don't want to really give like some type of in-depth analysis because I literally just listened to it a few hours ago. But um it sounds like he's trying to, you know, get some stuff off his chest. You know what I mean? And I think for Max O'Cream, I've been p- kind of paying attention to his career for a little bit now. And I think that this album is pretty good for him as far as like, you know, the whole culmination of his whole work. You know, this is an, an actual good project for him. And I think that um, it's definitely worth the listen. He's actually talking about a lot of his real life, you know, situations and whatnot and just, you know, talking about some things on some on some good sounding beats.
1: Oh, really? So I, I got a question then to- for you, right? What do you think is more not more important but what do you think is better or what do you think lasts longer for artists oh i I guess that might be the best way of putting it um an artist that focuses more on just the lyrical ability lyrical miracle ability or someone that's actually the the music it may not be super lyrical but it's more or less them talking about their personal life it's more of an in-depth type of of type of music versus like the spiritual, lyrical, miracle, spherical, serical birical ly- instead of that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, here's the thing, right? Your music has to, in order for me to enjoy it, I have to like the way it sounds. You know what I mean? Before right. we got deep into the podcast, we were talking about Earl Sweatshirt. I like Earl Sweatshirt's music. I think he's a good rapper. I think sometimes he raps like he's stuck in mud, though. You know what I mean? Like that's just the way his flow sounds. That's not to say that he can't rap. That's not to say that he's not lyrical. But I feel like sometimes it can be a little harder for me to enjoy when it's like that instead of it just being very on. Like some some artists are real crisp with their flow. You know what I mean? Or their right. their rhyme schemes and whatnot. I was listening to Hell on Earth too, and listening to Benny the Butcher's rhyme scheme on on his verse and I was just like just listening to the way it's it's written. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can tell like he's not rapping to not be hurt saying what he's saying the way he's saying it. You know what I mean? So when it's not that, it sounds a little off and it can be harder to enjoy.
1: So you so for you you prefer flow and lyrics over like like painted content? <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm asking a question what <laughs> that changed that,
0: con- that, <laughs> that changed the whole question that is not the question you asked me you Either said which one I prefer if what? I had to prefer I prefer lyricism over I, I just I, I no no <laughs> lyricism
1: is content there no it's it, what I'm when lyric, I'm saying lyri- when I'm saying lyrical just to un- clarify when I'm saying lyrical I mean okay, someone can tell you these lyrical stories, X, Y, and Z, but, or putting words together and flipping... And the way you asked that question, but,
0: that's not what you asked me. I asked what you is... You asked me, do I like lyrics or do I... Are, you asked me, you asked me, am I a more of a fan of the lyrical spiritual or am I more of a fan of like the da-da-da-da-da-da-da? Essentially is what you were getting at. The second no, question the you asked me was Okay, well... No, no,
1: no, 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 no. was never a part of your first question. No, no, that it was only one question I asked.
0: All right.
1: It was only one question. The question was, do you prefer lyrics pretty much or over music that's more connected to the content of like pain or what a person's going through? All right. <laughs> that's, the que- that's the question. Benny the Butcher has rapped about stuff he went through quite a bit, yeah. actually. But I'm asking you, what do you prefer between the two?
0: What do you find to be more important? It so, all depends on the way it's right. It depends on the way it sounds.
1: Bro, that's I'm what it is. If, I'm saying if I'm, that's beside the point. Okay. it's It's either or. It's not like a, I'm asking if it's between the two, we already know, we already had, we already discussed this. You're taking out the talent part or how it's delivered because we know it's going to be delivered how you want it to be delivered. The delivery has nothing to do with this. I'm talking about in terms of the content that you're listening to. Do you want to hear, is it more important for you to listen to someone that's rhyming words, lyrical miracle, or is it more important to you to listen to someone that's talking about their life and how you connect to it through their pain or whatever? Like the stuff their everyday life, whether it's they live in the projects or they got a bunch of money and they're going through stuff. There's those two, two completely different things. But I'm asking, which one do you? Which one do you put at the forefront? That's it. if i
0: had to choose if i had to i'm asking a simple question i know i hear you i'm listening i'm listening i'm listening i'm I'm really trying to understand like for me like i'm i would want to listen to the more you know lifestyle rap because i don't want to listen to somebody just rhyming to rhyme Mm.
1: i can understand that that's what you're
0: asking me right
1: yeah, it's like, okay. it's, yeah, essentially, it's like, yo, if the person, if I can listen to one person rap about their life or someone that's rapping, but they're lyrical, like, to me, it's like, okay, would I rather Lupe Fiasco or, I'm trying to think, who who would I put in that same space with him? Like, ra- instead of someone like, it's like, would I rather pick Lupe Fiasco or, I can't think of a rapper offhand, but just another rapper that's Going to just tell me more about their life. Like, to me, I rather like it's like, mm, I can't even say him. Like, to me, like, I look at Drake, for instance, right? Okay. To me, Drake, I think the thing that makes Drake a really good artist is the fact that, and maybe you might not agree, but like, the thing to me that makes Drake a real good, a really great artist is him being reflective. His reflective music to me is his best music. Okay. And it may not be, and to some people that, some people like you, for instance, I'm quite sure that's not your favorite part of Drake which I understand. Okay. I'm serious. Okay, I'm listening. Like, I'm hearing you. Yeah, but it, to me, at the same time, it's like, yo, if I have to pick between the two, I may end up picking a Drake, something that's from Drake where he's talking about his life, his mom, his aunt, his uncle, chicks, whatever he's going through versus like, oh, I would love to listen to, I could listen to The Cool any day of the week. Right. But it's like, if I'm listening to The Cool or if I'm listening to an album where someone's talking about their life, I'm rather I'm probably going to listen to the album where the artist is talking about their life more.
0: No, I mean, that's fair enough. I don't know. Like, to me, this album is pretty cool. It has a good sound to it. And, you know, he doesn't get like, because it's not like everything's like super light. You know what I mean? As far as what he's talking about in his life, you know, his brother passed away recently. I think this mm-hmm. album is actually dedicated to his brother. He said okay. his uh, brother committed suicide, which is, you know, very oh, unfortunate. Wow. So wow. yeah, but no, it's it, it definitely um, is a good listen
1: I have to. I'll definitely check it out. I'll probably check it out. Um, probably after Dirk, because I believe because I know. <laughs> no, nah, all jokes aside, because I know you said Maxo Cream just put out an album. Yeah. Dirk, Dirk put out a post today saying that yo his birthday I guess is the nineteenth, and he might be putting out an album at midnight for his birthday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what are your thoughts <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the album I don't
1: have any thoughts on the album you it have no thoughts yet. about this album about the possible album it could be I'm interested to see what's gonna what's gonna come from it because I mean he can pull it depends on where he's pulling from to you be st- honest with you
0: you still sticking with your numbers from last week um if he drops tomorrow
1: no okay no he right. no because he, he's he already shortened himself he was short himself what a, what three three days yeah so I, of course you can't you if he was to do a, if he was to do 100, 000, 000 in a hundred thousand hundred and twenty thousand and of in between tuesday to friday t- yo listen i have to have a different conversation when it comes to dirk if he's doing that yeah that's a lot
0: i i would have to think about him differently if he's doing all that Man. it's like wow Psst.
1: Yeah, listen, man. It should be interesting, though. I think it should be interesting. Did you listen to um the single off of P- "Piss Me Off"? Yeah, I listened to it. I like it. It sounds good. I have nothing bad
0: to say. Well, <laughs> you you want me to shit on Zerk on Dirk? That's the thing. You're nah. sitting here waiting all week for me to shit nah. on him. Nah. no, that's not even. Any, I don't even have any bad words to say about the single.
1: I think it sounded all right. All right, let's, Personally, go the, let's just go to the next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to have, I'm trying to make the conversation. I'm trying to stretch the show, man. <laughs> I'm trying to make a conversation. Oh, what you think? I think it was good. No, no, no. So look,
0: here, here's what I think, right? <laughs> I think that if this, if it's more of this on this next album, I probably end up liking this album more than The Voice. That's what I can say. Hmm. And uh, I haven't uh, listened to many Dirk
1: projects prior to that. Okay. I mean that should that would be interesting. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't want a whole album that sounds like piss me off. I know you don't. Me, I to me because honestly, I don't. I mean, all jokes aside, I think I don't know like, why. I, like, I mean, I, let's be honest. Like, in all honesty, like, fifteen songs that sound like that, I don't want to listen to. Not no. You don't want
0: fifteen songs. You don't want fifteen. Um, you don't want an album full of songs that sound the same. Period. But you don't. That's. But that was that's my problem I'm, with the voice, most of it.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. That but that's the thing. When I keep hearing it, y'all say, "Oh, if he has an album that sounds like this, I can like it." So that's what I'm saying. I for me, as someone that likes his music and I love when he raps, because I think he I, to me, I think it's two things that happen with him. Mm-hmm. I think when he raps like that, I think he makes some really hard music as well as like anybody that's like followed Dirk over the over the past year. You can easily tell. You can. I think most people would agree with me because he's. To me, like I said off before we recorded, I think he's probably my featured artist of the year so far, from all the features that he's done. Whether it's with like, and granted, they're not always I'm not the bigger artists. They're not. Yeah, they're not the biggest artists necessarily. But he's he's putting out some of the best verses on some of these songs that come off on projects that on songs that are similar to this song, right? But to me, like, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear like 10 or 15 songs of him just talking about this. If that's the case, I'd rather that just be an OTF project. Like he put out earlier this year, like the OTF project they put out earlier this year. Totally fine with it. But to me with Dirk, I think for me, like I said before, like to me, I put like people talking about their life more of now.
0: Like Uh, the older I get. No, I'm serious. It's just that I, the whole conversation that was based off the Maxwell Cream album that I knew was based off of your your boy
1: Lil Dirk. It's at, bro, it has it's not even there's no correlation between right, the two. I'm sorry, go ahead. My bad. See, yo, look, man, people people be complaining <laughs> and people be complaining when we're trying to set the show up. Oh, I don't know if we're gonna be able to get through all of this. Bro, uh, we're only gonna probably breeze doing 15 minutes. Oh, what's your thoughts? I like it. I do like it. I think it's a good sound of the song. It's like, oh, what, my What's thought. your expectation? Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like what? Nah. All right. So here's my expectations. Honestly, I think that um, if he does come out with the album tomorrow, I, I will listen to it. Obviously, but at the same point in time, um, I, I mean, I'm not excited for it like that. I think it'd be. I think it's cool that artists are putting out their projects on different days. Weight of the world coming out today, and if Lil Durk's album came out on a Tuesday. I like the different days because it gives, uh, one, it gives me, the listener, more time to, you know, digest all the music instead of it all coming out on Friday. I listen to, like, five different albums this weekend, and I'm oh, just, God. I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm done, yo. I don't want to listen to any more new shit. <laughs> like, I just want to listen to, like, you know, a, a podcast or something or some silence. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a lot of music. I It's hard for me to digest it all. So if it does come out tomorrow, I'll be excited. My question to you is well, before you have, do you have anything else to say about Lil Dirt?
1: Um, yeah, well, to me, my thing is just in terms of the album itself, um, I'm hoping that it's like <clears> a balance <throat> of like uh because you waited two and like songs like this piss me off. Cause I think I think if you had five, maybe if it was like a an album of 15 songs, I could do five songs that's like that scattered throughout the whole album, which I'm quite sure we'll get because Dirk does this, he he does this pretty, he does this often. Um, But I don't know, I, to me, I think that would be the best. Um, but I am very interested to see what he's going to talk about on this album, just because of, especially with all things that have been surrounding him and as well as like, I mean, just like you heard on the Nardo Wick remix, where he he still brings up the whole thing with Vaughn about um, like how, like pretty much how the internet's trolling him and everything like that. But, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I'm very curious to see if he's going to change his content, especially after, uh, actually I'm really surprised that he's dropping an album, to be honest with you. Definitely after, um, definitely after, I'm not sure we you saw, but after like a few members of OTF or people that are affiliated with O-Block, I guess, or as uh, I think it was DJ Academics calls the O-Blockians. Uh, it's a crazy name. Uh and we we have to talk about that one day on this whole how the, how they've created like this marvel universe of like the chicago thing it's very and it's, it gets very eerie and weird uh, especially if you watch interviews with people that are actually from that uh space but now nah, uh, apparently some some of the people that are actually that roll with dirk they actually got picked up by the feds for the murder of uh fbg duck
0: i heard about it and it's kind of crazy how the whole situation is going down. Um, you know, I've heard about the uh, Blackians and the definitely the different types of names that he's uh, came up with over the years and whatnot. But, uh, you know, it's it's kind of just the continuation of this the street war that they have going on up there. And I mean, I'm curious to see what happens from it all. Um, you know, I know that F, 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 FGB Duck's mom came out and said that, uh, you know, she heard about the news first and whatnot. I don't really have much to say about it. I'm just
1: curious to see how it all goes down. Yeah. I'm very curious to see how it all plays out. I know, because um, I think, I, I remember seeing like one of the people that they kept talking about was like Muop, who I believe they said, yeah, just came off tour with being, he just came back from Dirk's tour before he got picked up, which is very, um, I don't know. It's I, I, it very interesting, but I think we have to see more of what comes from this. Um, uh, to be honest with you, after that, after that case, after them getting picked up, I was very surprised that Piss Me Off even came out. Because you see where he talks about Duck in the song, right? I mean, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, well, he, because I'm not sure if you know, but, like, when, like, the whole thing with Duck, he got, I think they say he got killed in front of, like, a, um, like in, like, in front of, like, the mall or something like that. Like, he was in, like, a, the safe, the good area of Chicago. Like, if, as a tourist, it was, like, the tourist area. And it pissed me off. He bring, he mentions that. He mentions, like, oh, I'm, I'm hearing people getting killed at, like, malls nowadays or something like that. Like, he he brings up, he mentions it for a second. Like, he, he has a very weird way of rapping without, he, say, he says a lot without really saying it in certain situations. And that that kind of threw me off. I was surprised by that. Some people are... You're seeing, of course, you see all like the the stuff that people want to bring up on YouTube and stuff, of like their theories. But I, of course, I'm not feeding into that because it's just people's opinions. Of course, but yeah,
0: I mean, you know, people are always gonna have their. The only people who know what's going on are people who knows what's going on. You know what I mean. Exactly. Everybody else is just spectating.
1: Exactly. Like, um, for instance, like Ruga. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but he was actually on the Kanye album. Uh, he was a actually it's the artist that has the GDF the GD anthem. Well, he actually, I've I've been watching some of his Vlad interviews and he was, I guess he, I think Vlad had asked him something about it and he had brought that up where, hey, a lot of times the internet will blame certain things on the people that he, on, I guess, the side that he's from when it could be other people. Let's say if me and you, let's say if the world knows me and you have an issue with each other and something happens to you, but it happened to you from somebody else, the internet's going to say, oh, He, I did it, not someone else who actually may have done it, who has no record, who the camera has no identity of. So, I don't know, it kind of goes, that what you said just kind of reminded me of that for the most part.
0: So, I know a lot of people are looking forward to Lil Durk's um, new album, but me personally, I'm looking forward to The Liz 2 by Marnie Caesar. West Mm -hmm. Side Gun just announced her album recently, and um, I was a fan of the first one. Me personally, um, I look forward to you know seeing the first lady of Griselda release
1: her second project. Nah I'm I'm hyped to see this because of course I think when we seen especially when we know the output that Griselda typically has. To and I think anybody that's a fan of Griselda has seen where the output hasn't been as as big as it once was, minus Conway. Conway I think is I think Conway's like on his like third or fourth album this year. But other than him, Benny the Bo- well, granted, Benny's still putting out projects, but it's not its not as, as much as we typically are used to. So I think I've been waiting, I've definitely been waiting for her album to be released, uh, especially knowing like who she is as the first lady of Griselda, as well as to me personally, I think she's one of my more favorite uh, female MCs right now. And I've, I mean, I've introduced her actually to a couple of like, couple lady friends that I have that are um that are friend that are fans of like Meg the Stallion, Cardi B, blah 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 blah. Right. And it's like the female yeah, rappers. Yeah, exactly. Like, but to me of I mean, of course there's always gonna be that debate on like Meg the Stallion. Some people say she's she has lyrical ability, others will say she doesn't. To each his own. Um but to me I I'm actually I I can't wait to see what Armani Caesar does on this album, especially knowing the Liz one was really good. And as a person that's just a fan of music, she's a good rapper. She's a really good rapper. She's probably a lot more. T- she I would say she's probably one of the more talented female artists right now. But of course, that's going to be. Of course, as Fifty Cent says, like it's hard to compete with Wap. So. Well, I mean, hey, the way I see it is
0: like she she can keep on doing the thing. And Marnie Caesar can actually rap. You know what I mean? Not saying Megan you can't, but I'm curious to see what the list, two sounds like. I know it's going to have some good production. I thought the production really was a good standout on the first album. But um, I, you know, think that, you know, that's one of the signs of these West Side albums with these Grisada sounding rappers. So, I mean, I'm not, um, you know, against any future works that they'll put together
1: similar to you I am excited to see how Westside puts to, puts together this album um but I, to me I think the thing that it her knowing that she's putting out an album it it actually makes me more excited for the next um that second round of Griselda rappers to be honest with you um at this point cuz I mean of course we saw on on Westside's album where he had stove god cooks featured heavily And we all know that the Griselda members typically do uh, features with each other more often than not, but we haven't really seen, which to me was very odd. To me, it seems like I haven't seen Armani Caesar on too many Griselda related projects in comparison to the other rappers like Rome Street Stove, God Cooks, uh, Boldy James. So um, to me, the thing that I'm more excited about is hoping that she'll be actually, uh, she'll have them as features and if not, um I'm hoping it probably probably not by the end of the year, but probably next year, hopefully, we can get a Griselda project, but this time with like this new wave, they the the new wave of or not not the new wave, but their the next round of Griselda artists where I just want to hear a project where it's just Rome Streets, God Cooks, uh Armani Caesar even Keisha Plum, I would still want her on, on the, on the albums, um, as well as like Westside Pooty and other art. And then of course, other artists, of course, outside of like those narratives and skits and the the artists I've already mentioned out of Griselda, but I would love to actually see like a Griselda project with these new way, with their new round of artists. So uh, of course I'm hyped to see the Liz too, but I'm definitely hyped to see that as well. So I, I I definitely can't wait to see that. But one thing I did see that I think some people weren't probably the happiest about, especially if you're, because I mean it's 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 not necessarily it's because of course we know Grisella is like underground to some extent. Um, in that same round with Battle Rap, Murder Mook, um, he was actually supposed to be on the Till Death Do Us Part card. That's actually going to be hosted by Drake, uh, for URL on I think October thirtieth. Um, but unfortunately he's not going to be able to make that battle because I believe he was, I think it was between him and Calico initially. Then I think Calico had backed out, or I think the business couldn't be done in in a way where Calico could actually perform. And of course it's all for the love of the sport, but money comes at the end of it. So Mook was, I think, was supposed to take easy to block captain. He was someone that was willing to step up and, of course, easy and we saw easy to block Captain versus Chess. Yep. I honestly I think who knows how that would have went because easy to block Captain is hungry and he's coming, he would be coming for his neck. And we know Mook didn't do that well. So it was unfortunate. But um I believe now we're we're still getting um I think they changed that battle and we'll be getting like um I know Sue Surf will be on this battle now. So I believe for the till death do us part, which is for Drake Drake's till death do us part card, it the this this would be a good lineup because we'll have Luda Lux versus Gucci okay. Tay Rock versus New Jersey Twerk, okay. Which I'm interested to see because Twerk is after that battle Twerk had last year where he choked. He's been saying like yo he's he's been coming he's been trying to come back with a vengeance. Uh, Sue Surf versus Calico, okay. Which uh. Well, yeah, I I messed up there because Calico is still on the battle. I think he was. I think the issue was with with Mook at one point. So, because that's who Mook, Mook was supposed to battle was Calico. Then we get T Rex versus Rum Nitty. I got Rum Nitty on that one. T Rex is a he's a legend, legend in the sport. Um, but <laughs> I'm serious. He's a nah, legend. In the, he's he's a legend in the sport. But it's like I I think his date his his date the game is just advanced. I'll right. say more okay. of so and of course like I but uh, of course I'm still going to be entertained T- T-Rex always knows how to deliver nonetheless we got Jazz the Rapper versus Gathas and of course I wish Lau was here because his favorite guy will actually be on this car who I think and I think he will lose Pat Stay oh versus- man that is, <laughs> that is his boy I forgot <laughs> who is he facing real sick um, real sick he's like I think he was on one of the cards earlier this year where he was a not new. He's not brand new, but he's new in terms – uh, he battled Danny Myers. It was like his – it was like one of his big – bigger ba- – one of his biggest ba- – his biggest battle to date, and he killed Danny Myers. Granted, Danny Myers – granted, Danny Myers had choked throughout the – had choked a couple times, but real sick is nice. And Lyle's boy, it's not going to be nice for him that night. I'll speak for Lau here. Pat State takes this on behalf of (laughs) Lau. Yo, Lau, I know you're listening to this. Don't let him put words in your mouth. (laughs) I'm trying to give you the benefit of doubt right now. Trying to give you the benefit of doubt. That's what he said. He told me that. I'm just not hearing
0: about it. He told me that.
1: I bet so. I bet so. He he loves saying that about. Past they versus Tay Rock, but mm. nonetheless. Um, but yeah, uh, nonetheless, even though murder mook won't be on that card, it's still from what it sounds like, it's going to be a great card, nonetheless. Um, of course, like I like I said before, like I've always thought I think this card was kind of like put together at the la- not last minute, but kind of like a off the hip thing, like, hey, we're doing this because of course you're seeing where some of the bigger acts, some of the acts that we wanted to that wanted to be on the card are not on the card because the business couldn't be handled properly. So you can kind of tell that it wasn't something that was planned out. So well, um, you
0: know, shouts out to Drake for putting on that card still and, you know, like coming to put it together even
1: with that, you know, event or I should say that that match falling hey, apart. I got a I got a question. What's up? And you'll know what I'm asking. Okay. Do you think do you think is do you think there will be mindfulness in the lyrics, for this bat for this card, knowing that Drake is like Drake's name is on it. You know what I mean. You know what I, I'm asking. I know what you're asking, man. <laughs> and- <laughs> Do you think there will be mindfulness on this card, knowing that Drake is on the card? What I'll say Drake's is Drake's name is attached to this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I'll say is this to your question. I I am sure somewhere along the lines, a conversation is being had that maybe you might want to be a little more mindful
1: because of who is attached to this. And that's Understood. where I'll leave that. Definitely. I understand that. Definitely. I just wanted your I just wanted your opinion on that. I, I agree. I definitely agree. Cause I think this is for me. Well, not even for me just for battle rap. I think this is huge. To have the biggest artists in the world, rap artists in his genre to be the, the person it's it literally says Drake's "Death Do Us Part" battle rap, battle card. Oh, okay. So yeah, you, you know, yeah, mindful. Mindful is the word. Yeah, exactly. It's like Drake's "Till Death Do Us Part," and then it says URL caffeine, and He's then like, it has. I'm not gonna tell y'all what y'all you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what you can or can't say, but I will tell you this: if you ever want to be on one of my cards again. <laughs> you'll know you'll know how to battle. You'll yeah. know exactly how to battle.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's uh so. he's going to have some words. Now, Drake actually appeared on Young Thug's album Punk that came out he this did. past weekend. Yes. One of the five the albums. Album. And you didn't, didn't hear even,
1: the Drake song? I stopped the album probably wow. before I got to it. So what did you think of Punk? Um so I so I have two things I'll say, right? Okay. Neither of them. No one's good and oh, okay. one is probably not good. Okay. So start with hate. <laughs> so <laughs> personally, to me, when I listened to this album—not necessarily hate—but when I listened to this album, man, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't for me. Right. Okay. I I turned it off. Um, it. I was just like, yo, this. I get what you're doing, thug, but this ain't it. Um. But on the other hand, I will say this. That's the bad statement I have nothing crazy. But I will say this, to me, listening to the album, I can tell this album reminds me of, you know how you see like those old, not old, well, they're old clips now, but you remember seeing videos of like Bono performing at like 55, 60 years old, and it's like uh, millions of people just in the crowd, or Elton John, or someone like that, or Paul McCartney, or Rolling Stones, to me, that's what this album sounds like. To me, this album sounds like the album that he can perform at any given time throughout his whole career moving forward, whether he's whether it's today or whether it's 30 years from now. From what I've listened, I got through half of the album. From what it sounds like to me, this is an album that he can play. It's a full circle album of him musically that can probably be played out throughout his career. I, to me, it sounds like an album that should be in a stadium where there's millions of people are at a festival. And it's just, um, I see that, but like to me, in terms of like listening to it, and I'm not a huge Young Thug fan from the beginning. Um, it just wasn't, it wasn't for me personally, but I, I don't think it was a bad album. It's just not for me.
0: I don't know. I listened to it and I actually didn't mind it so much. You know, I thought uh it wasn't my favorite album of the year and I don't think it's my favorite Young Thug project ever. Um, but I didn't think it necessarily sounded bad. I thought it definitely was more acoustic sounding than I definitely expected. Um, right. And, you know, be, you know, I, I'm not opposed to that sound. Um, I, when I listened to it, I didn't listen to it like it was a rap album. So I just kind of got that thought out of my head pretty early on. And when yeah. I did do that, I was like, okay, this album isn't that bad for what I was expecting it to be. Now, if you're listening to it, like, it is a rap album, you know, listening for some of his, like, harder sounding hits, like, he does have some songs on here that are good, but even on like the songs that he has, like, rappers, like, featured on, like, he's not really the one, like, he he does rap on this album, don't get me wrong, but like, uh, the J. Cole song, for example, he's the one harmonizing more than J. Cole and that song is pretty fucking dope, you know what I mean? It is. I, I like that song a lot. Um, and you know i think more this is more him showing off his uh, vocal ability than more his rapping ability on this album and i think when i look at it like that i actually enjoy it quite a bit
1: i'm not mad at i'm not mad at that take because i i, I definitely can agree that it that this is more of a it's heavily acoustic but even like there, like the song with j cole i love that song as well like it probably was one of the few songs that I, that really stuck stuck to me but i think like you said i came in with the ears of oh this is a rap album i was expect i know Doug has like i knew punk was supposed to be like different but i was think i was expecting rap rock type of style cuz to, yeah, me, me to me cuz for me personally i've always been i've always i have always waited for that moment like when we had a hello goodbye by with lupe fiasco back in the day some people probably don't know what hello goodbye is hello no it wasn't hello goodbye it was japanese cartoons that was the name of the banner
0: i know what you're talking about i don't remember that specifically
1: yeah like well he had a rock band at one point and i think it had one or two songs and then it just fell off but or not fell off it just kind of they went their separate ways but um i was expecting more of that more of a grungier oh instead of Okay, instead of it being trap, it's gonna be like a more rock bass type of sound, but it wasn't. But I I'm not mad at your take though, because it's when you go in, I can see it going in with the ears of like, yo, this isn't a rap album and this is a good album. But like I went in, I was like, oh, I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be a thug project.
0: Right, exactly.
1: And this was like a this was, I'm not gonna say Jeffrey, because I I didn't I listened to Jeffrey like once or twice. But this is um, this is definitely going to be one of his Rolling Stone type of albums. I think this is going to be an album that may even propel him because even though it's just because it's not my taste, doesn't it doesn't dictate the landscape. Yeah, it's even though a, I am the measure, measuring stick of the culture, let's yeah. not forget
0: that. Yeah, I guess you're. I guess that's fair, but I, I don't know. You know, I, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, you know think that people should give this a listen now i'm not sure if he's got a chance to listen to it but i know he is free fat trail dc's own is out of prison and he's back on the streets so How'd your kids <laughs> <I tried. laughs>
1: that trail back on the streets, they freed the real. Congratulations! Hopefully, because I believe yes. they say he did like a five. year, It was like five years or something like
0: that. It wasn't short. He's been in there for a bit, so I'm glad that he's free. I'll, it's it's always great to see any you know anybody get out for real.
1: Exactly, exactly. Like it's from what I hear, jail is never. I've never heard anybody say. I've never heard anybody romanticize about jail.
0: Exactly. That's
1: been to jail. <laughs> so right. like. Like I, I think it's. I'm happy that he's home. Uh, he definitely holds a place within history of rap music. I'm not sure how far. How I think it depends on if people want to just say he's a, he's big regionally. But I mean, at the end of the day, Fat Trell definitely had his run at one point. And I think, honestly, I think the thing that always messed Fat Trell up was that he kind of got himself into trouble a lot. Even right. in your own way. Yeah, exactly. So like. I did see a clip where I guess he was in a store, a shoe store, and was like, I will not be holding any, I will not keep any guns on me anymore. We'll have paid sec-. like he was saying, like, we'll have paid security, blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, I did see a YouTube comment that said he'd be back in jail before Halloween, which was Damn, like- yeah. Before Halloween, <laughs> like my God, <laughs> they
0: didn't did give you- him
1: any time. <laughs> <laughs> They said like, oh, he, pretty much. They said pretty much. They're saying like, oh, he'll be he'll he'll be back in jail in like seven days. Oh like, my god! Yeah, that's ridiculous. They didn't even get uh, get a, get a chance to say a trick or
0: treat. <laughs> like already back in prison. Like,
1: like my god, man. Like. Yeah, like I mean, it, it's it's my main thing is this. I think it goes, and I think this. I don't. I can't I'm not on I'm not a YouTube commenter, so I can't tell you what the person thought. Granted, I do have a YouTube comment that's out there if you could find it, which you won't be able to. Which is a that's what I felt about some of mine. Yeah. Well, I only have Mm. I only have one or two YouTube comments out there. And Mm. one is um one is a very and I took a it was more of a perspective where I was looking at an old video. I was looking at an old Joe Budden video. And he's talking about this idea for podcasts and oh, this is what we're going to do. So I'm like, I I was bored probably. And I was just like, yo, this is, hey, I'm from the future. This is like seven, eight years. This is like, I'm posting on this video like seven, eight years later after it comes out. And it's like, hey, Joe, just want to let you know that 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 podcast idea you thought of with you and your friends. Because this was like right before we started doing the podcast. It was just Joe Budden TV. He's like, I was like, yeah, that idea you had, it works out. But that girl that you said that you love and everything, you're going to try to marry her. That does not work out at all. Imagine being told that from the future. You know what I mean? That's scary.
0: Imagine if I, let's, let's cut real <laughs> quick. I got a question for you. You know, and I'm not no, sure this is going a- to carry on. No, well, no, no. This, this is part of it. Because I want to, okay. I want the, you know. So let's say I come from the future and I'm like, hey. Trunks. I'm Trunks. You know, I have the sword on my back. I pull it out and I, I'm about <laughs> to knight you with the truth. And I say, Ooh. hey, look, you're going to have everything that you're working hard for, that nine to five that you're working hard for, that that you want that new Bentley with that nice five car garage that you've been waiting for with the pool on the back. You have all that, but you're going to be alone for the rest of your life. What do you do with that? What do you do with that information? Do you accept it? Do you try
1: and change it? Uh honestly i don't even i think i with that type of information honestly it's it's probably not going it's probably not the answer you think of i'll probably just keep it in my back pocket because like the weird part is about stuff like that because i'm like i I don't think you know this but like as a kid i was a huge fan of back to the future Mm, like the back to the future series yeah like that that's back to the future and Breakfast club are probably like my two favorite one of my two of my favorite movies as a kid right Who would have thought you liked the 80s movies yeah mm. some of the only good things from the 80s because the music mm. wasn't that great mm. so like so um, people would disagree I know I'm um, and I have no problem with that I, to me I just don't like the drums from, but, but anyways, from the, the the yeah. back to the future yeah back to the future right so like I I'm familiar with this right, right. <laughs> like so like to me I feel as though and I guess probably from watching each each movie at least 10 to 15 times a piece. Um, I probably would just keep living life because like it at that point, you don't someone telling you that information, you don't know if the decisions you make based off the information will get you in that spot, or vice versa. Cause what if, what if, think about this, what if <clears throat> part of that that outcome of your future self is it it calculates your future self coming into the past and telling you this
0: so my thing is right conor mcgregor and john jones two fighters who keep on getting in trouble if their future self said hey look you're gonna have fame and glory beyond belief but you're going to have all types of controversy besides that. Do you think they would stop themselves from getting in trouble? Because it seems like they just cannot stop.
1: Both yeah. of them. No. I, no. No. I, honestly, I think they still would have to go go the same route. Yeah? Yeah. I, like, it It sounds crazy. It may sound crazy. It may not make sense to other people. But to me, I I truly believe that you can't stop what is meant for you, Right and and granted like i said i'm a huge back to the future fan like the guy i remember I, the spoiler for those who don't know <laughs> like, <laughs> a movie that
0: came out almost 40 years ago yeah, if, if you, you, if you have to be spoiled for this just watch <laughs> stop the podcast right now <laughs> just gonna <and> watch back <laughs> to the future the all three of them <laughs> yes shit
1: <laughs> yes absolutely like like back to the future right like He was going back in the future. I forget what exactly for, but he was trying to stop something, right? Right. He was trying to change like something. And then his mother, his mother, his mother and his pet and her past self ended up having feelings for him. And next thing you know, he started looking at his picture and he started seeing his father fading away, which meant that like he he was kind of getting in the way of his parents meeting each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, in that and then in, in that movie, he realized, like, oh, I can't stop anything. I can try, I can try to change certain things, but I can't certain things I can't stop. Or if I try to stop it, it it changes even my future. Like I, who knows what's the alternative? What's the alternative if if Conor McGregor doesn't? He might be a punch drunk guy that never makes it out the jump. He'd still be a plumber. He a punch drunk plumber that never made that may have never made it so i'm i'm saying uh, and i John, say and i I'm saying that from the space of a guy that once said he was stop he has before he got the call from the uFC he had stopped he was going to stop fighting because his man's got hurt so i'm psh, hey man and the words of in the words of my uh of the boy I forget his name at the moment psh. John
0: Jones being the greatest fighter of all time and being loved and hated by many on both sides or just being a regular guy who might be loved by everybody. That's the path he has to choose from.
1: Mm. If he can from the th- future. Th- what would you pick?
0: I mean, that's tough, man. Like, you're, you're not saying like, hey, you're going to be kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be the greatest. You're going to be the greatest. <laughs> you're going to be the greatest of all time. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. Like, that's tough. You know what I mean? Because it's not, he's not necessarily known to be a good person. Yeah. He might be the greatest fighter of all time, but there's a lot of shit that comes with that a lot. Yeah, no,
1: there is, there's always something that comes with it, man. And I, it like Joe Rogan always said it best. He was like, yo, anybody that's great always has something with them. Like it, it, you've never seen someone that's been brilliantly great that stands above the whole crowd the, their whole peer group and they're just like the everyday person
0: well john or conor mcgregor in this case apparently he there's not really much reports as to what happened but supposedly he was in he was somewhere where this italian dj was you know performing and he punched him now as to why wow. what where how i don't know but supposedly he broke his nose.
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, Look, I, I don't have all the details. I'm not TMZ, you know what I mean? But Jeez, I know like Conor
1: McGregor is out here being violent. You know what I mean? Not smart, man. Not smart at all. I mean, it's the life he chose. Like, I don't even know what to say to that. That's just not smart. Why, Why? would you put yourself in the situation... <laughs> Hey, yo, know what I think it is? Like, and I said this before. I told y'all. <laughs> I know what I, you're about to say. <laughs> I, honestly, I think it's, I really think it's the, I, I really believe it's the medicine that he's been prescribed. Cause all jokes aside, this isn't like, I'm not even trying, like granted, it's some, it's entertaining, but all jokes aside, like any other time, Connor has always been the outspoken person, talk whatever he wants to talk. But, never been like apologetic for what he said what he says or what he does ever since he broke this leg had this freak accident he's been he's just been a lot very out of character and the thing that one thing I've noticed before and Meek Mill I remember when Meek Mill got in the beef with Drake he said that was the thing that probably pushed him was that he was doing a lot of pills and Connor's case he's medicated those pills so I don't know this is like this is going to be interesting, man. This I don't get why he would even do something like this. To be honest with you,
0: man, I I don't really get it. Like to to watch like this whole thing go down and to see Conor McGregor just go through it all. Like I'm curious to see what happens to him and John Jones. Like it it's interesting and and in the wake of all this, another fighter I can't remember his name. I don't have it written down, but he was, you know, kicked out of the UFC for domestic
1: violence. Oh. You know um, who I'm talking
0: about. You probably can't eesh. remember his name
1: either. I don't have it written down. Me neither. I know exactly who you're talking about because the – Oh. I, <clears throat> you're looking I, it up? I, I'm out to send. I'm out to look it up because I think it was um, – I sent something to you on Twitter about it. It was uh, – cra- that was – um. Louis Pena? Louis, Louis Pena. Pina. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that meme – Oh Louis Jesus, P. Man. How he gets cut, but John Jones doesn't. No, granted. now granted. Louis P. I believe had like two. He had like two. He had two different occasions. It doesn't listen, man. It I all know. comes. I know. We know what it comes down to. O- only person that really I feel like took a stand so far in terms of John Jones is his camp. His yeah. camp was his gym su- suspended him. Uh, other than Winkle, John. Yo, Dana's not cutting him. Dana said, yo, this Pena guy, he's gotta go. He's gotta go. He's not a champion. He's not a big draw. I can't make no money off of him. You saw what we know, we're not even gonna talk about it, but we saw what what somebody said. Oh, we're not getting rid of this because the money. In this case, John, yo, look, the money talks. I'm
0: not saying that John's guilty. And I'm not saying that he's innocent. But what I will say is that the situation does not look good. And you can obviously see that there, the situations are similar, but treated differently. And that's oh. kind of where we can leave it. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Yeah. No, that's, that's exactly how it works. A lot of times, um, every, like, heck, I watched, the um, I told, I don't know if I told y'all, but I watched, uh, I think we talked about it. Um, the flight from hell. Oh uh, the yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. situation is crazy.
1: Yeah, and like the girl has said, like, oh, everybody got in trouble, but somehow Ric Flair, she had some claims or she had something to say about Ric Flair, and I think it was uh, Jimmy Lawler or someone was like, you know, Rick, he just he's Rick, so he kind of gets a pass. I mean, here's the thing, right? What I'll say about that situation and this situation is- Two different things. Two Let different is, things. Just, let's just make that clear. The two different things.
0: Two different things. And sometimes people do definitely get the pass. And sometimes I feel like they're- a situation is kind of tough without going into detail about yeah. it. Because she said, so he said one thing, he said another. You know what I mean? And you can't just disregard what she said. So- I don't know. It's a little tough.
1: Yeah. I, I listen, man. I listen, that's why I said it's two separate situations, but I definitely agree with you where it's it's kind of tough, especially when we don't we're not really going to give the details on it, but right it's um it's a very interesting situation. And I think John in this case, and out just disregarded from that, I think John's situation, um a lot of what he's done and how he's built himself into the sport, like you said, maybe someone from the future told him, "Yo, you're going to be the best ever, the greatest to ever." Do- Yo, have and that's a whole nother theory. We're not going to get into that. Well, but, uh, but one, yeah, I, to me, I, I to me, I would just say I think in certain cases, depending on where you are, where you rank within the sport, some things get more leeway than others. One
0: last thing I'll say before we move off of, um, you know, or I guess before we close out, is uh, I, the fight card that came out this past weekend um, with Aspen Lad. Um, the main event is being called one of the worst main events of this year. Um, and the corner was trying to give Aspen Lad advice. And me, as an onlooker, I did not watch this fight live, thank God. But when I watched the, the corner work, very hilarious just to watch the fight back now i mean i'm sure it's not you know funny for aspen lad obviously i'm not sure as to what led to her performance and i'm maybe we'll hear about it in the future maybe it's just who knows what it is and i hope to see your rebound but for me being you know the viewer of the fight thought it was funny but um if you don't have a, if you didn't have a chance to listen to her corner work you can definitely check that out on youtube it's it's funny to me
1: yeah i have to I have to check out, I missed this fight Um, and glad I missed it if it's considered the worst fight of the year so far. Just because, I mean, like we've seen with the UFC since the pandemic, they've found a way of pretty much putting on a fight almost every week ever since they started, ever since they reopened. And every fight or the majority of the fights have always been hard hitting, impactful or just entertainment for just people going through whatever they're going through. So I'll check this out as well as probably be more entertained by her corner just to see how this, uh, how this whole thing goes. But, um, yeah, I'm, was it similar? Well, I'm, I highly doubt if the fight wasn't that good. I, I highly doubt uh, they were telling her to keep fighting, even when she was like, oh, I want to get like homeboy did earlier this year.
0: Watch a couple rounds of the fight and then watch the corner work. They have a video of the corner work. Yeah, I, like I said, Aspen Lad, I think she can actually fight. I don't think she's like some trash fighter, but she had a really bad performance. Francis mm-hmm. Ngannou had a performance against like this against Derek Lewis, where he was just very inactive. It happens sometimes to, to fighters. I don't know why. I don't know like the mentality behind it, but you well, know I, it is I, what it is.
1: Yeah, I, well, I think the thing with Francis was um, that was his first fight after he fought Stipe the first time, right? Right. Yeah, I think that was. I think that had a lot to do with that. In right his, in his situation, and this I don't know, so I, I have to watch it. And I'm not really, um, I'll be honest, I'm I haven't really kept up with Aspen Lad prior to this. So in my case, I'll probably it'll give me a nice. Well, it'll be a very interesting introduction more of to yeah. her as well as for the this one. I'll make you a fan. Oh, if not, oh, oh, I can't wait to watch this then. Definitely yeah, can't wait to watch this. Shouts out to Aspen Lad. Yeah, shouts shout outs to you. You're definitely about to be the entertainment. Do you have no, any other all, no, I was just saying, I was just saying all jokes aside, but yeah. Um now I don't really have too much more to say other than drink your water, of course. Um if you aren't, if you haven't started watching it, please start watching it at some point. Either BMF, Raising Canaan, uh Power Book Two Ghosts. Uh, or I think 50 cent has the Tommy, the power book of Tommy coming out sometime soon as well. Um, shout outs to 50 cent he's been really killing it in the TV on the TV spectrum. I don't think too many people are he's I don't think he's getting the flowers he deserves but um because I think he actually ended up putting something out recently, which is uh an interesting post I guess he was giving back and it's called G Unity. So, like, (laughs) shout-outs to 50 Cent. um, Doing a lot of great things as well as, I think, to me, the most interesting thing is on the BMF show, if you do get a chance to watch it, he actually has Big Meech's son. Big Meech's son plays Big Meech in the the show. And apparently, I watched a couple interviews over the weekend um, and one prior uh, with, with Lil Meech, and he actually said, like, 50 Cent put him in acting school for, like, two years to prepare for this role. So he to be honest with you I think he he has found himself a um a, a new role, a new career space because he's actually a pretty good actor. If if you didn't tell me I would just think like oh this is just a good actor. He seems like someone that's going to be a, a I'm not going to say he seems like he's going to be around forever. But if this, for this to be his first time acting this is a great performance and it to be honest with you I would have never guessed. Like, I to be honest with you, had I had he never said he was acting or he had been put through acting school, I just thought he was just. I I was just like, oh, this guy, this kid's a natural.
0: I've like, never seen it, so I can't really speak on his acting chops. But I'll I'll check it out when I have the chance. My uh my boy, he's about to hook me up with the stars password, so mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be all into the whole uh, fifty cent universe as well. Yeah, you just gotta get yeah fifty verse. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. The Power Universe. 50-verse. I think that sounds more appealing than Power Universe.
1: Nah. 50-verse or
0: Power Universe? The Power 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 Universe.
1: universe. The Power Universe, bro. What you mean? Come on, on. yeah. See, you don't watch none of the... You know, This all began off Power, bro. The whole... Outside of BMF, outside of BMF, everything is off of Power. This is the whole Power Universe minus BMF. I don't need to watch
0: that shit to know a better name for the universe of it.
1: Yeah, that's like me not watching marvel and trying to tell you oh no his name oh no his name you should call him uh just call just call him the web guy it's like what do they have spider-man no the web guy that sounds better than spider-man
0: do they have an established name for this universe this 50 cent call the power universe yeah all right well never mind then i'm tripping yeah yeah. Who are, you? know who, wow. are <laughs> <laughs> who are you? I didn't know that. Who are you? Who are you? I didn't know that I had a name, so I'll leave that alone. Do we have any other words for the listeners?
1: Um, Actually one thing I will, I would like to tell the listeners, if you are listening to this and you haven't had a chance, how about you go on YouTube right now and go subscribe to the highly advised podcast on mm. YouTube or if you want to, you can follow us on the Instagram, do which is the, the Holly Advised Podcast. Or if you don't care for either one of those, but you want to hear like our thoughts or what's going on or how we keep up with things and in the moment, check us out on Twitter at Holly. But nonetheless, always like, comment, subscribe, share, retweet, whatever it is, however you get down, however how, however you like to spread love, do it. Or actually, if you hate us, I'm. They already know that. (laughs) Listen, as one of Fifty Cents cohorts once said, "Forget positivity; hate spreads faster. Negativity spreads faster." "Quote unquote," Lloyd Banks. So if that's if you choose to say like, "Yo, this is a horrible podcast," and I want to just share it with everybody, tell everybody how bad it is, do that. Do that. I I welcome it all, whether you love me or you hate me. You're still tuning in. So oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is, tell me
0: I'm lying. I don't have any words for the listeners. So. <laughs> you've been highly advised. <laughs> we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to us. We've been great. Are you have been great? Thank you. You've been highly advised. Shashaw.